The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. In the evening of that same day, the first day of the week, the doors were closed in the room where the disciples were for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them. He said to them, Peace be with you, and showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were filled with joy when they saw the Lord, and he said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father sent me, so I am sending you. After saying this, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. For those whose sins you forgive, they are forgiven. For those whose sins you retain, they are retained. Thomas, called the twin, who was one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. When the disciples said, we have seen the Lord, he answered, unless I see the holes that the nails made in his hands and can put my finger into the holes they made, and unless I can put my hand into his side, I refuse to believe. Eight days later, the disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. The doors were closed, but Jesus came in and stood among them. Peace be with you, he said. Then he spoke to Thomas. Put your finger here. Look, here are my hands. Give me your hand. Put it into my side. Doubt no longer, but believe. Thomas replied, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, You believe because you can see me. Happy are those who have not seen and yet believe. There were many other signs that Jesus worked and the disciples saw, but they are not recorded in this book. These are recorded so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that being believing this, you may have life through his name. The Gospel of the Lord. Hasn't our vocabulary changed over the last few weeks? We've got all these new words or phrases like lockdown or bubble 
social distancing. And I've in particular been reflecting on lockdown and, and what does it what does it actually mean? And just as I've been reflecting on it, I, I, I've been coming to understand that, that basically our life is a journey from lockdown to communion. And I think this is reflected in the readings today. What do I mean by that? In a way, we start our life being locked down. Locked down in the bubble of our mother's womb. This is where our life begins. And then we're bored into this world and in a way we're, we're, we're locked down into our family and for our immediate wants. You know, one of the first words that we have as children is, or phrases we have as children is, I want or give me. We, we want everything for ourselves. And indeed, the, the child crying to be fed, to be changed. You know, it's all about meeting my needs. But then as we grow a little bit more, we understand what it is to belong to a family, a whānau. And, um, and slowly we break out of our bubble of the family and move into the wider bubble of friendship um, and then into the workplace. And maybe then we enter someone else's bubble as we fall in love. And the whole journey um, continues. But along the way, we can still remain locked down. Locked down when we think our faith is the only way that we can see our world or my opinion is the only way that, um, that I can, that, that has to be um, held, or um, my culture, or my time in history, or my agenda for life. Each of these things can, can lock us down. It's part of our, our human journey, isn't it? Because in a way we're always locked down, because we can only see the world through our own eyes and through our own experience. And yet, as we journey through life, we realise that we need other people to help us see. We need wider experiences so that our vision may be expanded. And that's the same too with the spiritual journey, isn't it? You know, we believe Jesus is the one who steps into this world as one of us to give us that insight, that understanding of the Father's love for us, that he is the visible face of the Father's mercy and that he pours out his spirit, he breathes his spirit into us so that we might be people of mercy. The Hebrew word for mercy comes from the same root as the word womb. And that image of the child in the mother's womb is the most profound understanding of what mercy means. To be surrounded 
and love, compassionate love, where the hearts beat as one. And this is what we're invited to. Poor old Thomas, I love Thomas, because I don't know about you, but I have my doubts, I have my struggles. But Thomas was really being truthful about how he saw things. He needed to see to believe. Unless I can see <clears throat> the holes that the nails made in his hands and can put my finger into the holes, and unless I can put my hand into his side, I refuse to, um, to believe. And then in that gospel reading, eight days after Jesus had risen from the dead, Jesus once again stood in the closed room and he reached out to Thomas in mercy. And he says, Thomas, you know, put your finger here. Look, here are my hands. Give me your hand. Put it into my side. Remove all that social distancing. Enter into me. Enter into my merciful love. And that's what each one of us is called to do. To enter into merciful love with each other. If we want to receive mercy from Jesus, then we must be merciful to others. And it's always ordered towards that journey of communion. The whole community remained faithful to the teaching of the apostles, to the fellowship, to the breaking of the bread and the prayers. They all lived together and owned everything in common. They sold their goods and possessions and shared out the proceeds among themselves according to what, to what each one needed. It's this beautiful image of of daring to believe beyond what our mind says is the right way. And maybe that's what we need to do as we emerge from quarantine. To dare to dream of a different world, where it's not so much about profits and possessions, but more about care and compassion, protection of the vulnerable, building up society as a whole. Jesus always calls us to something radical. In the, gospel, in the second reading from St. Paul's, St. Peter's letter, he says, Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who in his great mercy has given us a new birth as his children. It's that image of birth in the womb again, isn't it? Jesus being in the tomb, accepting death, being in the tomb and rising again is to give us new birth. May our awakening from COVID quarantine, from our lockdown, give birth to something new and amazing in our world. And may this time of trial advance the work of the coming of the kingdom.